Michael Pride, everybody thinks that players are getting money up front on these NIL deals. That's not happening. Players get money monthly. There may be some under the table stuff, but it's not what you think. There's a lot of truth in that. These are contracts, right? So, for instance, what Michael's talking about, let's say, we'll just use easy, easy numbers here and make it divisible. A player gets $10,000 as a signing bonus, and it's 100000 overall. So they got 90000 and they're only going to play one year. They're a fifth year senior. So 12 months, 90 grand, you divide it up. That's just over $7,000 a month. That's it. Yeah, you could do a little bit more. You might say in the first six months, instead of that 7,000 plus, I get a higher percentage. I get 55. I mean, you can negotiate it. It's a contract. But they're going to want the kid on campus before they start toting out money. There's a certain school. I won't name it, but it's in Gainesville. Hint. They got smoked already on a kid that they gave money to and he's decommitted. I'm going to leave it at that. They already gave him money. Way to go. So dumb. Let's not forget that there's a second half of portal kids that'll be available after spring practice. Angelo is correct. This is the fun part. And it's something I'll bring up on Angelo when we get there. The transfer portal giveth and it taketh. Okay. You don't know who else is going in the portal. There might be a kid that is slated to be the number one middle linebacker at and fill in the blank, but they hire a new linebacker coach and they are like oil and water. It's portal after spring ball. Late March, all of a sudden you see, oh, wow. Somebody that we recruited didn't get him, but now he's available again. What about that? We should get on the phone. And this for people to understand, sometimes people literally get phone calls less than five minutes after their name is in. And I'm not exaggerating. I've got firsthand knowledge of this. Less than five minutes. It can flip. Angelo brings up a phenomenal point. Phenomenal. If you want the best players, you've got to think about it from a totality standpoint. We don't have to fix the roster right now. You have to get all the way through spring ball in a second portal season. I think it's May or whatever, April. They, now, they may change the dates. It is the NCAA, the league of everything changes every five minutes. Don't get me started on that crap. But the NCAA is very inconsistent. Very inconsistent. I don't think you have to worry about anything other than to say, this is going to be a very, very important portal session now, but it's not done. Angelo is right. If Florida State doesn't get everything they need, and maybe somebody leaves Florida State too, you adjust with the spring portal as well. Just something to think about. Good question. Kerry Kimbler, no offense to Battles in, but I think when they made a big announcement about the 500000 matching donation, didn't help their cause in both how much is available and how much may not be. Just my humble opinion. Mr. Kimbler, couldn't couldn't be more correct. I mean, why do you show your your hand at the table? If you've got five cards in your hand, you're going to show it to the person playing against you at the poker table. I mean, I I could be wrong, but at the same time, I guess you also want to try to hint that you have money. There, I get the other side, but I'm a more cautious person. I don't know what they have, but the timing of that is also important. Obviously, Patrick Payton, that's something we've all talked about. 
That's awkward. I have no idea. No idea what he was getting this past year, and I have no idea what he wants this next year. If it ends up working out, great. But here's the other side of that. If they upped the ante, and I have no idea for him to stay, that's still less money that you have for other people, and he's probably going to talk. I've mentioned this on other live streams, and I'm going to mention probably about everyone for the rest of the time when we have an NIL discussion. Be careful what you give, especially early on, because then it sets a precedent for other people. All these guys are going to talk in the locker room. Well, why did so-and-so get that? Why don't I get that? Just something to think about. I, I don't know if you can really do anything about that. It, it's hard. I mean, it, it's really hard. Um, somebody's going to leave pretty much every year over this. That's just my opinion. But you have so much money. And even if they had the money that Phil Knight did to donate into Oregon's fund, which I'm sure is just a slush fund of an ungodly amount. There's got to be some resolve with it too. There's got to be some humility and you don't want to set again, a precedent that you're going to get X. If you come to this institution, think about Cam Ward, get back to him for a second. You know, this was supposed to be a Cam Ward discussion, but we've, we've certainly got into the NIL. The number that I heard Miami is offering him is humongous. I'll leave it at that. Humongous. Would Florida State even be competitive with it? For example, to the point that Kimboard is making, let's say you come within $300,000 of a number, whatever, and you have a better visit than Miami. And again, I have no idea. He's just starting his visit today, so we certainly don't have any info there. But would he be willing to take less to come to Florida State because he just had a better visit, felt more comfortable, hypothetically speaking? You at least need to be competitive, though. I won't name the player or the school, but I know a kid that flat out didn't want to go to a school, but the NIL money that he was offered out of high school was too great. He flipped his commitment to a school that wasn't that close in his recruit, but he, he just thought it was too much. He had to take it. I get it. You have to at least be competitive. And, of course, that is subjective. What do you think Cam Ward's subjective term of competitive is because I'm sure whatever it is Miami offered, he's going to discuss with FSU. The number I'm not going to get into the number I heard. I'm going to leave that alone. It's confidential, but if they're not close to it, he ain't going to Florida State. If the battle's end has a problem with how much money they can give Cam Ward for one year and I, you know, negotiation points about how much a month, how much up front, all that aside. I'm just talking in totality. If Florida State has a problem giving him that money, he is not, repeat, he is not going to attend Florida State and be a knoll. And there's a really good chance that when Florida State goes to Miami Gardens next year and plays in Hard Rock Stadium, Cameron Ward is a Miami hurricane. Come hell, come high water. If all these rumors are true about the battles in, they're in trouble. You're not going to get the Cam Wards of, of, of the world. But that brings up the obvious question. If you don't have the money, why would you even bring him in? So that's why I've been a little bit hesitant to believe some of these rumors. The two things don't jive. They don't. Not even close. I think it's actually kind of goofy. Why in the world would a school that is struggling with NIL with the Battles in that's the name of the NIL organization, why would they 
bring in what is widely considered to be the number one transfer portal quarterback if they don't have money for NIL. That makes no sense. Um, you know, sue me if I'm wrong, but that's just that's just my opinion. All right, Stephen Bland. DJ Uliungawe is a five-star recruit. Bust, we don't need that. I mean, I think Bust is a little strong, but he might be better than what you have. I mean, it. I'm going to get into, if, if Cam doesn't end up coming like that's announced and they end up with DJ, I'm going to go with why I would have taken him over the other guys on the roster right now. I'm going to tell you I would and go in depth on it. People can throw things at the screen or whatever. I don't think anybody currently on the roster is ready to take on the challenge next year. That's my opinion. But I need, again, as I've noted, I'm going to keep mentioning until after January 15th, when all the NFL stuff is done, all the portals done, I'm going to wait till then to kind of get into that. You need to know at least the beginning of what you're going to have for spring ball before you talk about it. I, I think totality is very important. Patrick Wilson, Malik Murphy to OSU, done. Oh, wow. If that is true, that's an in interesting point. I, I think, to be honest with you, Murphy fits Ohio State. He fits Ohio State. That's a big-bodied kid that can run around a little bit, but he's got a hose. He has a big, big arm. Good for Ohio State if that's the case. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right. Ben, what position are we looking week at for next season that needs upgrading? Will our defense be okay? It's ironic that, Ben, you mentioned that. Linebacker, and if you don't get it fixed, no, the defense will not be okay. They lost both the inside linebackers and Lundy. That like 98% of their production. That's a hole, brother. That is a very, very serious concern, and Florida State fans should be concerned about it. I guarantee you, Norvell and the entire staff, not just defense, the entire staff, are not real happy about the linebacker situation. I, I know they have some linebacker recruits, and I'm not going to get into that today. Especially in the middle of the field, the guy that makes the call, do you want it to be a first-time starter? With all the junk that teams run at you with motion, et cetera, like Louisville, for instance, Florida State beat the bejesus out of them, right? They had experienced inside linebackers to go against all the motions, the shifts, and the different things that Louisville did. That helps a lot. Not having that, having one guy out of position against the fast Louisville team, six points. They need to fix the linebackers' position. That, that is a humongous concern. NIL needs to be capped or they ain't seen nothing yet. That's from Stephen Bland. I don't think you can cap it and you would get sued until the cows came home if you tried. That's my opinion. Colin Cressy, not only not one person is talking about Daquan Finn, whose tape looks the best of any portal quarterbacks and looks similar to a Vince Young. Finn's not as tall as Vince, and I don't know about being that dynamic, but 
Finn's underrated. And for those of you who don't know, he played at Toledo. He's a dude. I believe he's a Detroit kid. I want to say he played at Martin Luther King or one of those programs right through there. I think it was King. So he's been on the stage since he was in high school. That's a big time program. That's a really interesting situation. I like the Finn kid as well. That's from Patrick Wilson. Yeah. If you've seen Finn's film, I mean, just for entertainment, go check it out on YouTube or whatever. He can ball. Team two Sterling. It's all about the NIL money. Look, I don't know if it's all, but it's, it's pretty darn important. Jonas Burris. Finn would fit nicely. How about Howard? You know, what's interesting. I haven't heard anything on Howard. Well, Howard's a kid. It's a Kansas state. He actually visited Miami. And then the next day, I got my dates right. He's when Cam Ward visited Miami. They brought in both. I think they're as good a two as there is in the portal, just my opinion. But there are other guys too. Uh, some people will mention that Finn would be up there very, very high for me. Some like Uli Ungle, I don't like him as much. Um, Riley Leonard that went to Notre Dame. A lot of people really like him. I like him, but not as much as some other people. But I think you could make an argument Howard's the second best. I don't know if Florida State's making a push for him, but that's that's a great question. I haven't heard his name with Florida State. Michael Pride. There is so much support staff that constantly stay locked in on portal tr potential transfers. Knowing what the needs are for the team allows a quick phone call if a particular player pops in. That is true, and that's why these phone calls happen. That's Michael, you're correct. Now the question is, do you have the right information once the phone call is made? That's subjective, but you need to make an impact. It's like when you're trying to go out with somebody, when you ask them out on a date, you get one shot to do that the first time. The same thing. Hey, what about coming to visit our school? You need to get to that point in the conversation. Do you have the goods to make that happen? That is the second point to that, but your original thought is 100% spot on. Colin, Finn has 1,200 yards rushing and 16 scores in the last two years. That's pretty darn good. Higher yards per attempt and just as accurate. He looks better for Mike's zone read offense than any of the highway prize guys and can sling it. The only thing I will say about that, and I know I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth, but he played at Toledo. He's not getting hit by as many big guys. That's the only thing. Like when I when I explain to somebody what it's like to see SEC defensive linemen, power five defensive linemen in general, like you meet one of the kids at Ohio State or Florida State or something, you literally. You go up and you shake their hand. I don't have the, the biggest hands in the world, but like I, my hand is sometimes completely covered. I can't even see it. When those kind of guys run into you over and over, it takes its toll. And when those kind of guys run like they do, think about trying to get away from Jared Burst. Boy, that's fun. No, it's not. Ask the Florida quarterback who got the crap beat out of him before he hit the portal. Oh, I got away from Burst. There's Patrick Payton. That sucked too. Finn didn't face that. That's the one question I have, and it's always the hard conundrum to get over. How well will he translate to a higher level of competition? But there's no doubt that dude can ball. He's an athlete, and he can throw. Colin, I'm not certain Cam Ward or DJ, you are the right fit. Howard isn't right because his mechanics are known to be sloppy, and he needs serious fixes. Yeah. USC is offered. I, I've heard USC with him. I don't know if Howard will end up at USC. That would be an interesting fit with Riley. <coughs> like Norvell, Riley, his scheme, once a mobile guy, that would be interesting if Howard went there. 
Daniel Edwards. Portal has ruined college ball. There's going to be a major turnover after every season for the teams. Just the way it is now, DJ throws too many picks. Again, if you watched any part of this podcast, you know that my opinion is pretty strong. I don't think DJ is the guy, but he may end up being the one for Florida State because that's what they can get. But the portal is here to stay, brother. It's going to make it a lot more difficult for every school. It's not one. It's all of them. Jonas Burris, I think it benefits the team to sprinkle around that NIL. Go get Finn, Howard, Sporge on linebackers and find the next verse. Let me make a statement since you brought verse, and it's a great point. He played at freaking Albany. But the story isn't even there that's important. That's up in New York. He's from Dayton, Ohio, which is maybe 40 minutes to Columbus. He didn't get a sniff from any of those teams in the MAC or the Buckeyes. Sometimes things just go sideways. For whatever reason, he was a late bloomer. Finding a guy like that once in five years is going to be fortunate. Probably closer to 10. You got to hit more home runs out of high school rankings. And, and sometimes, again, a guy like Verse happened. But that is about as rare as it gets. Position of need in the backyard of an elite program that you compete against and ends up at Albany. And then you get him all the way down south. That is one of the wildest recruitments of all time. As far as your point about getting the linebackers, that's 100% true. They got to find somebody in the portal that's a dude. That linebacker, there's no question. Angelo, anything on defensive end and D-tackle from AM? Here's what I've heard. There are Fadel, how do I say his name? Fadil Diggs, however you pronounce his name, and LT Overton from Texas AM are both either visiting this, yeah, they're visiting this weekend to Bama. Backstory LT Overton, face to face conversation a couple years ago with him. His parents were once in Tuscaloosa working at the University of Alabama, one or both of them. He's lived there. What are the odds he doesn't go there? Pretty well. He was the number one player for the class of 22 or whatever it was. And, you know, they got him the AM. I'm sure it was all NIL. But if he's not going to be there and he wants a comfort fit, I mean, he's he's from the Atlanta area, but he's also lived in Tuscaloosa. Fado Diggs is a big time pass rusher, if I remember correctly. He's from New Jersey. That one's random. I think he went to Woodrow Wilson or something like that. And he's from Camden. I don't know what's going on with him, but if they're both visiting, Alabama is really looking for pass rushers. Mr. Pride, I will just say the NIL plan for Cam Ward is out there for sure. I'm sure it is too. I just want to know, and I and I know I'm not going to get this. I know I'm not. I want a definitive. He's getting X offer from Miami. He's getting X offer from Florida State. And then whatever schools beyond those two, what is he getting? What is Cam Ward getting? And Florida State may not have a number yet because he's starting his visit today. But in conclusion, of his visit, I would like to be able to compare them because it's not likely they're going to be exact offers. And there's going to be some discrepancy in some way in terms of how it's given up from, I, I don't know. I want to know, like, could Florida State win a battle if they didn't offer as much? Because that gives you an idea of the recruiting prowess of the staff, what the program's worth is after being 13 and 0, Miami's 7 and 5. If you have like money, at least close, and the 7 and 5 team beats you, that would bother me. That's why I want to know. I don't know if I'll get the number on Florida State and if it'll even get to that point, but that that is my objective. Patrick Wilson. If Cam Ward is a hurricane, then my then maybe the force be with him. Go Knowles. 
Let's see. Why not spend to get a better O-line so that a quarterback can work out? Pocket isn't as big a requirement. There's some truth to that, Mr. Preston Smith. I get it. We haven't had a great O-line since 13, and that O-line was converted D-line guys. Look, here's the problem. Florida State's O-line recruiting for a decade has been, for the level of the program, underachieving. No ifs, no ands, no buts. Jimbo failed. Every coach since has failed in some capacity, including Norvell. They haven't recruited at an elite level. Just pure, flat-out, four- and five-star guys on the O-line. That's on them. They have some good guys recruited in this class, but they need to get to the point where, where they're at now is the bottom. they got one guy, the kid from Pine Forest, that's a really good player out of Pensacola and they'll probably play early. But by and large, I don't think they're doing a good enough job to get kids in that are redshirt freshmen that can start. Like, you don't want to start true freshmen, and if it's a, just a pure dude, whatever. But by and large, FSU has to increase that. The second part, and this is the real problem, O-line is awful in the portal most years. It's a bunch of retreads, guys that haven't made it as starters. O-linemen as a history in college football is the position that stays the longest, makes early decisions, and sticks it out. The best will wait. I don't know why that is, but that's just generally how it goes. Unless we get some serious portal help across the board, it's known our talent will be less than last year's, might be less than the 22 teams. That is from Colin. It's possible. You need to see, again, the totality of it. But there's possibility of that. I mean, this could be a seven and five to nine and three team. What quarterback do you get? Do you get the proper needs taken care of up front? O line, linebacker. A lot to kind of figure out. The GOAT question If you can't cap it, do you think there will be a collective bargaining agreement? Well, that means they'd have to be unionized and all that. And that's a whole other kind of deal because uh, it's all individual right now. I don't, I don't see how that could work yet. Grand Champion says, I believe we may lose Lil Wayne McCoy for that same reason Miami willing to pay and Florida State being cheap. And this is from the horse's mouth. Well, if that is the case, maybe he does flip. Uh, Lil Wayne's a hell of a football player. I've seen him play several times. He is a dude. Florida State would certainly lose out if he decided to pass on the Knowles. Jonas Burris, does Jones Jr. make it to Florida State? Or is the hype too high? Injuries have been an issue. I would assume Florida State's the most likely, right? For Marvin Jones Jr., for those of you who don't know, he's the DN at, at Georgia that is hitting the portal. I don't know. I really don't. Um, they got to figure that out, though. I mean, they need to at least know what the situation is if he's had a bunch of injuries. But Jones has a ton of talent. Colin, who will be our leaders next year? We had JT in verse. We had Trey. We had Gibbons, Kalen. Jamie, et cetera, who do you see stepping up? Well, first, again, we need to know who's still on the roster. Let's be honest. I don't know. Uh, Tofili is probably the first one I think of. Defensively, I think he'll work his way into it starting this next year to a certain degree because it's his mentality. Hussey will be one eventually. But next year, there's a lot of guys. Maybe Thomas, the, the corner, he's, he'll be a junior next year. I could see him. Linebacker is where I'm concerned about it. One of the other guys – Maybe we'll be that along the defensive line. Maybe it's Patrick Payton now. I don't know. But that is a huge concern. If you don't have leadership, you will not be a good football team. Amanda Pitts. Does some of the portable players wait to see who we get at quarterback before making a decision? Hell yes. Think about it. If you put yourself in their shoes, man, this is legit. You want to go somewhere they can throw the football and, and score some points. If you're a defensive guy as much as anything. 
makes your job easier. If you're down to a couple schools and you have options and just, you know, some of the better players in the portal, wouldn't you look at the quarterback spot? Would you be a fool not to? It's the most important position in sports. Amanda Pitts, it's a great question, but flat out, you've got to think about that. If you don't, you're cutting yourself short. Great question, man. Kimbor, is there any chance Florida State takes both Cam and DJ? Zero chance because the kids won't do it. They want to start. They're both going to be one-year players. DJ ain't coming if Cam's coming. Amanda Pitts, do you think these portal transfers and high school players are waiting to see who we get at quarterback before deciding? Already answered that. Waste of money from John. What is a waste of money? Both quarterbacks only eligible for a year. Well, the idea is to get yourself in a position for the year after. In my opinion, talk about Florida State's roster. Um, You're not going to be in a spot to just win it next year necessarily, but two things. Number one, you want to be better. And let's just use Cam Ward. The whole predicate of this was talking about Cam Ward, what it means. Here's something to think about. He doesn't go to Florida State. Okay, that's one thing. Unfortunate. What if he goes to Miami and they go 11-1 and and make the playoff while you're sitting at home? Let that sink in for a second. What if Florida State doesn't get him? He goes to Miami and they go to the playoff. What if he goes to one of your other rivals? Hypothetically, he went to Auburn or Georgia, one of the other schools that you recruit against constantly, and they get a big bump, all this exposure, because they got Campbell. You don't know who else he's going to visit. It's it's hard to say. Getting him is important, but not allowing him to go to one of your rivals is also very important. Okay, let's see. FSU moving to the Big Ten will help our O-line recruit. Angelo, if that happened, you're true. For whatever reason, the Midwest and the East, where the Big Ten traditionally is, you know, functional, although it's L.A. to New York now, there's a lot of guys up there. Florida State would do better if they got it. There's no doubt about it. David Scott. I think whoever shows Ward the largest NIDL will be the one who lands it. That could be. But I still think fit is part of it. He wants to be a guy that ends up going to the NFL. John, FSU ain't moving. It's such rumor mill. Need an invite before we move. Everyone is jumping the gun. It will eventually happen, but nothing but eventually, keyword, yeah, he's talking about conference realignment, and that is true. Patrick Wilson, news is Jones Jr. will be in tally along with Ward this weekend. If that is the case, then obviously he's serious about Florida State. John, Ward is a stud, but he's only one-year rental. Don't break, don't break the bank on him. I wonder what your consideration is. Here's a question for anybody that's posting what is your max dollar, no matter what, that you would spend on Ward for one year? Just post it in the chat. Go ahead and do that. I'm just curious what anybody thinks. It's something to think about. You could, If you want to post a question to this after it's been uploaded to YouTube and all that, because I'm going to split this up into a couple of different shows, feel free. Will Jones Jr. head to Miami to join his brother, Daryl Porter Jr.? I didn't know they were brothers. Gigi, we need two. Are you talking about linebackers? Because they definitely need two linebackers. If you're talking about quarterback, I'm not sure what you mean by that. DB, Ward keeps the team in the national conversation. If we want respect, we have to win the ACC once again. 
to be honest, if you had an award, the ACC is not going to be that good next year. Riley Leonard's gone. If you get Ward, that means he's not at Miami. NC State did get the uh, the kid from Coastal Carolina. They could be the second best team. You know, they'll be right there. They got a great defense coaching staff. But I mean, afterwards, Virginia Tech's kind of a wild card. You don't know Syracuse, eh? BC, eh? You know, Duke's lost Riley Leonard. Wake Forest isn't going anywhere. Georgia Tech's kind of a wild card. They'd be a team I'd worry about a little bit. But overall, I mean, the ACC is not that good. If you put Ward at Florida State, they should win at least nine games, in my opinion, even if they have attrition, because he's going to win you a game or two with his talent. Mr. Michael Pride, you have to be able to promote how you are able to develop a player to the next level. Adequate NIL plus knowing that you will get help getting into the next level certainly helps. All right. I mean, he's talking about getting guys to the NFL. Michael's right. But here's the backside. I think I've mentioned this a few times before here on Locked on Seminoles. And again, thank you to everybody that's an everyday or listening to this show. I truly appreciate it. Hit the like button, hit smash that subscribe. Guys that are projected to be fourth to seventh round picks, this is where NIL, I think, is most helpful. Come back one more year, play with the Knowles. You get this, whatever the deal is, X amount from NIL. And then your stock will instead of be fourth to seventh, it'll be second to fourth or second or third. So it's a win-win. That's what you're probably going to hear. I've heard that with some other schools. I assume the Knowles are doing it as well. Gigi, because of Keon Coleman and Verse last year, I believe we will do real well in the portal this year. Well, they do have precedence. There ain't no doubt. That helps. Kids see that, especially Coleman. Yeah, Coleman is on TV constantly. That's going to help your brand, right? I mean, it, it makes sense. Why would it not? That's important. DB, I want Cam. DJ can't throw accurately. Look, I'm not I'm not saying you're right. I'm saying you're 100% right. I, I could have written that exactly the way DB just put it. DJ Uyungle is just not accurate enough for me. For those of you missed earlier in the show, he's around 57%. That's not good enough for me. Ward, not DJ. That's correct. Let's see. Angelo Smith. These veteran quarterbacks are only here to bridge the gap for our younger quarterbacks. There's truth in that. You want to get to the point that Chromahawk or somebody else takes over, whichever guy it is, let them work it out. Battle and practice, the old school way. But having one more year to learn and develop in the system is going to help everybody involved. No doubt. DB, D, uh, GJ, or GG Facts, give him what he wants not to go to Miami. Look, it would suck to have your rival get him. And I'm sure that Miami's looking at it the exact same way. That's just the way that works. It's always going to be that way. Don't think otherwise. I tell you one thing if Kim goes to Miami, I got a big feeling Jeremiah flips there. I, well, they're going to push, hey, Jeremiah, we're getting him. In Florida State, we do the same thing. Again, it's very important not only to get him, but to get his commitment and it be public like Sunday, Monday. Like by Monday evening for the Miami Hurricanes or the Florida State Seminoles. There, I guarantee you both staffs are like, look, man, it would really help us if you let us know and do so publicly because then we can tell Jeremiah. Just something to think about. FSU 2942, do we know how playing in the game and who leaving for the draft? Not completely. I don't have the list, and I, I, I said this earlier. I don't know what the complete list is for the opt-outs. I haven't got to that. I have not broken down the Georgia film. I need to watch some more see who their opt-outs are. I'm going to do most of that right around Christmas Day. Until then, 
to be really honest, I'm worried more about the portal and I'm worried a whole lot about national signing day. It's just, it's, it's crazy. So something to think about there. Uh, let's see. $69. With the lack of development or offensive line, do you have faith in Atkins? Been a long time since an FSU good early in draft. It makes you wonder. I mean, I, I'm not real thrilled about an O-line situation at Florida State, but I, you know, part of that's just recruiting. I just don't think they've recruited high, highly enough guys. Let's see. Michael Pride, some great players are not looking for the best NIL. NIL helps, but development is more important. Jared Verse didn't come back for national for NIL. That is true. Um, I'm going to wrap it up on the questions with that. But here, here's the uh, here, here's the deal. Thank you very much, Patrick. Great show. Um, if you're interested in Malik Murphy, he's allegedly already committed to Ohio State. Great point. I'm hearing nose noise around CL3. Is there a truth to him flipping? I don't know. Miami with Cam scares me. Well, it should. Miami offered him a boatload of NIL money. That I do know. Um, but I'm, I'm going to wrap it up here. And I want to try to get some of the scoop that I can over the next 48 hours. I'm probably going to do a show on Saturday that's a little bigger than normal. A little broader, just kind of open it up because it's so wide. I'd intended for this show to be really wide on cam, but it's gotten to the point we just really kind of went into NIL again. And it's partially cam. But here's the key. Florida State, just like any other school, you've got to hit your home runs. Okay, quarterback, D-tackle, D-end, corner. Still got to have some of that money for everybody on the roster, not just thinking portal and recruiting. Got to take care of your own guys first. That's something that came up a little bit today. I want to talk more about that. The next time I do this, and I'll do a live show on Friday, but then again, Saturday as well. I'm going to try to make Saturdays really broad. I'm going to try to get some more information. I'm going to talk about FSU's roster, some of the guys in the portal. What do you think? Do you care? Do you not care? Those kinds of things. Just going to kind of go with that and then get, <clears throat> get to it from there. But as I wrap up again, what do you think Florida State needs to do between now and, say, January 15th? It's right around there for the NFL draft deadline. Portal, recruiting, et cetera. I want those broad questions to be started on Friday. Then on Saturday, we'll go real broad. Just whatever you want, roster in general, state of the program, and kind of go from there. But uh, thank you to everybody who made this show great again today. Had a lot of fun. Uh, this is a blast. I know it's a lot of confusing parts and I'm learning just like everybody else. And that's why doing these shows is important. You get to ask me or give me information like somebody put in there that Malik Murphy had committed to Ohio State. I didn't know that. Maybe it happened during the show. Whatever the case may be, whatever it might be, let's talk about it on the next live show. We'll do it again probably tomorrow at noon. Uh, don't see any reason not to, but everybody have a great day. Thank you much.